0: Welcome. We're so glad that you have chosen to worship with us today. My name is Rev. Dawn Douglas Flowers, and I serve at Parkway Hills United Methodist Church in Madison, Mississippi, and it is my joy to greet you and to invite you into worship with us. Parkway Hills is currently walking through the great 50 days of Easter, going through a series we've entitled, This Is Our Story, This Is Our Song, as we lift up and celebrate the resurrection as we tell the story of the faith that brings us together. But now, let us prepare our hearts and our minds to worship God. My family and I are going at Campus Pines. We send a lot of campers there at United Methodist Camp that wasn't able to host camp last year. They're really excited about hosting camp this year, have a lot of work to get done. So if you want to join my family for that day of service, we're going to meet at the church at 8. Um, you need to let me know because there will be lunch provided. And they need to know how much lunch to provide. Youth, it's a great day to get some community service hours if you want to go with us and do that. So there's information about that in your bulletin some other upcoming dates in your bulletin, take a look at those. But I'm gonna invite Monique to come up. She's got a message from SPRC to share.
1: Thank you so much Dawn. So this is a time of great growth and change for so many of us. And so SPRC wanted to make sure that everyone is aware of the upcoming retirement of our associate pastor, Phil Messner, as well as administrative assistant, Rebecca Olock. Nursery director Anne Allen also has announced her plans to resign so that she can have a little more freedom on the weekends to travel. Of course, we're so sad to see these seasons of great service end, but because we love them so much, we also can't help but be really excited for them as they go into this new season in their life and all the chances that they will have to explore and grow. I just want you to know we're working hard to plan um, a celebration for them. And we look forward to telling you more about that. Look for that um, in email in upcoming days. Thanks.
0: There were some um, audible moans in the first service when that announcement was made. So y'all were a little more calm. <laughs> a little more calm than when the first service made that announcement. Um, as always, read through our bulletins. See all that's going on within the life of our church and how you can be involved. But now, let us prepare our hearts and our minds to worship God this day. That was, was slow coming, but yes, thank you for that. So today's, today's going to be a little bit different, and not just because worship during COVID is a little bit different. There's things we can and can't do. But I really wanted to use this first Sunday to reflect on two passages, Psalm 4 and Luke 24. And I'm just kind of hoping it's going to work out the way I envisioned it in my head. Um, I'll tell you what someone in the first service said um, at the end of the service. I'll tell you what. It is. I'm not going to tell you now. It may may ruin the mood, I don't know. Um, but. There's a call and response I want to try first, just to set this up. A call and response that I'm pretty sure you all know. It's not in the bulletin, but I'm hopeful some of you have done this before. Now, you've got your masks on, you're spread out, so you may need to project a little bit. So just think if you can remember how to respond to this. This is the day the Lord has made. Good job. Y'all were so much better than the first service. Now, a second question, um, where does this call and response come from? What book of the Bible is this in? Psalms, yes. This comes from the book of Psalms, Psalms 118 to be exact. Now, you've heard me say before that the book of Psalms is the great hymn book of the Bible. The word psalm, I mean, means song. This ancient collection of 150 prayers, it was the singing prayer book for the people of ancient Israel. And they cover it all. Praise and thanksgiving, angry rants, joyful poetry, deep suffering. And there's some pretty dark moments in the Psalms as well. And everything in between. But at its core, The book of Psalms, what it did back then, what it does for us now, is it helps the people of God enter the story of God's presence with God's people to help us remember God's faithfulness in the past and move forward in hope for the future. The Psalms were the early way for the believers to lift that famous refrain from Fanny Crosby's Blessed Assurance. This is my story. This is my song. And it's that line, this is my story. This is my song. It's that line that I kind of kept coming back to as I planned and prayed over this time, this regathering time This first Sunday in over a year where we have moved fully back inside for worship. Can I get an amen? Amen. Y'all should be a little more excited about that. Obviously, only some of us are back. Um, Some still feel the need to wait. Um, Some are joining us online thanks to all of those who have made that possible some still wait to get vaccinated. We all wait for more people to get vaccinated. I'm thankful to say I've had mine. I hope you get yours. But there has been a lot written about this time, about this time in the church. A lot of anxiety exists. Will people come back? Will the Big C church survive? What will change? So I thought it was a fitting Sunday, a fitting time to remember the Psalms, to begin with a psalm and to say, this is my story, this is my song, this is why I come back to this space. To remember our story and to lift up the faith that brings us together. Now reading through the Psalms, this is what you will find. An invitation to remember what God has done and that God is not done yet. The Psalms remind us that we gather in worship. We come back to this space each week to offer praise, to be formed. We gather so that our children are shaped and formed, even as they move around and make a little bit of noise. We gather so that when life presents us with horrible circumstances, when we don't know what else to do or to say, we have something to lean on, something that offers us words when we have no words. Hopefully what happens in worship, in a gathered space or online, as we have learned, hopefully what happens, among other things, is that we enter a story And we are shaped. We come to this space to hear, to practice, to speak our faith. And you know, there's a reason the book of Psalms made its way into the canon. It holds all of this. It tells us that we still find meaning and comfort in ancient prayers. I mean, I was able to say one line and you immediately knew the response. Words over 2,000 years old. So we begin this Sunday, this first official Sunday back inside, by singing an ancient song, Psalm 4. And just a couple of things I want you to hold before we sing this song together. A couple of things to think about as we move through the great 50 days of the Easter season psalm 4 is a psalm of trust in times of anxiety. The psalm remembers God's past actions and, and pleads for God to intervene and listen now. The psalmist says, hear me, and is unafraid to just name how things are. But then, as you'll see as we sing this psalm together, there's this movement toward stillness, trust, gladness. As we regather today, as we continue to celebrate resurrection, as we hold the weight of all the things taking place within faith communities, things taking place outside these walls in our lives, our families, our nation, and our world, as we reflect on those words, this is my story, this is my song, we begin by joining the countless voices throughout generations who have lifted the psalms. We begin by singing together Psalm 4 in worship as a call to worship, a psalm that offers us a word of assurance, a psalm that moves from anxiety and pain restoration and peace. So we have some voices who will lead us through that. The words are found in your bulletin, and we invite you to remain seated. You can sing quietly with your masks on. It's to the words of sweet hour of prayer. But let us now hear Psalm 4. Let us pray. God of surprising revelations, we thank you for rest and renewal. We thank you that when you come to your people, you speak peace and invite faith. Make this new day a time when we will give more thanks for life than we did yesterday. Give us ears to hear your will for us, hands that are open to others, and eyes to see the beauty in your world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
2: Well, I would like to invite the children to come forward right now for children's moments. It is so nice to see y'all all this morning. Okay, so I've got some things here. Probably all of you have done something like this at school. This says all about me. Have you done something all about me at school? This was all about Alex, my little boy. And it showed, this was a piece of string that showed how tall he was at this time. His favorite colors. His little handprint. And there's also, there it is, a prayer in here, or a poem, that says, God made me. This is part of Alex's story, the story of his life from when he was four years old. But Alex isn't alone. Alex is part of our family. He's part of the Gibbs family. And in our house, we have a bunch of these. We've got a bunch of photo albums. And these albums have got pictures that show, well, the story of our lives together. We've got, I'm not sure what that, look, we're doing a puzzle, first day of school for all the kids. Y'all's mom makes you take pictures on the first day of school. Uh-huh, some of the things in y'all's story is like the things in our story, Up oh, playing in the snow. So this is this is part of the story of our life as a family, as the Gibbs family. But you know what? The Gibbs family is part of a bigger family too that all of y'all are part of too. We're part of the Parkway Hills family. We're part of our church family. And this is a scrapbook about the history of our church. And there are pictures in here of when the church first started. Look, they're having a pool party. They're carving pumpkins. There were pictures. Oh, here they are of when the church was being built. So this is the history of our church, our church's story. But once again, this story here of our church, that's not where it ends. I've got a Bible. I've got a kid's Bible here with all sorts of stories in it. These are the stories that we rely on. These are the stories that we learn. These are the stories from God. What... Who can tell me, what is the first story in the Bible? What happened first? Nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. The Old Testament, what happened first? I mean, like, what happened, the very first thing that happened? What? God was born. God was born. <laughs> yes, God was there, right? And what did God do was the first thing that he did? Yeah. He, he yeah. Do you see? That, that's right, he made the day and the night, right? He created everything. God created us. That was the start of our story. And there are all sorts of stories here in the Bible. We just sang a song that ended with part of us, or it was from a song, which is from the Old Testament. And I'm going to read part of it here. It says, God, when I'm in my bed at night, I think about you. And then I'm not scared of anything. I can fall asleep quietly and in peace. So something that was written way back before Jesus was born is part of our story. This is a prayer that we could say at night. And this story is always with us and we're living out this story, God's story. We're living that out through our church family. And everything we do with our church family, we're living that out in our families at home and sharing God's love with each other. And we also live that out on our own, in our hearts, because God is always with us, and he loves us, and he is so happy that we are part of his story, that we want to be part of his story, and that we uh, come together and praise him. All right, will y'all say a prayer with me before we go? All right, let's fold our hands. Dear God, how great it is to be part of your story. Help us to always share your love with others. Amen. All right, now we're going to do something we hadn't done in a really long time. Ages three through kindergarten... We are gonna go upstairs for extended session today. So if you want to come upstairs with me and Miss Molly, we're gonna go up the stairs right now, okay? And if you're not going, you can go sit back down with your parents. Oh, yay!
3: Our scripture lesson today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, 36b-48. It is important to remember that this story comes on the same day as the resurrection of Jesus and also the encounter and the walk to Emmaus. So hear these words from Luke. Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. He said to them, Why are you frightened, and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, see that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, He said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. Then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the Law of Moses, the Prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the Scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in, the, in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of all these things. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of Scripture.
0: as we move to the Gospels, um, we think about if the Psalms help the people of God enter the story of God's presence to and for and with God's people to remember God's faithfulness in the past and move forward in hope, then the Gospels invite us into the story of Jesus Christ, God with us, love incarnate, to remind us that God is faithful and to say through the resurrection story of Jesus that new life can burst forth from the broken, dead spaces. All the stories of the Easter season, they focus on the resurrection passages found in Scripture. Because we are Easter people. This is our story. This is our song. We, we may like Christmas, but we really are Easter people, not Christmas people. And I can share, as I read through these resurrection passages, and maybe you felt this way too, that I am so thankful that they are honest about the disciples' reactions. I mean, did, did you catch it in that story, the words from today? They were startled and terrified. They thought they had seen a ghost And then Jesus says, why are you frightened? Why do doubts arise like it was the most normal thing in the world for someone who had just died to show up among a gathering of your friends and begin eating, drinking, and talking? And in this, this one line is kind of my favorite line in the whole story. While in their joy... They were disbelieving and still wondering. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. You can almost hear them say, This is so great! Wait, is this great? I'm confused. Or, I'm so happy, but I'm a little scared. I feel like this line for us, though, is timeless, right? Like, we could lift this every week when we come to worship. In our joy, we gather. In our joy, we worship. In our joy, we still kind of disbelieve. We still kind of wonder. And maybe this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. I I don't know. Enjoy lifting all the things, all the feelings, all the questions, all the doubts. Kind of reminds me of what you will find in the Psalms. I was reading through a commentary on this passage this past week, and the author, of course, was talking about all of this, the disbelief of the disciples, the doubts, the scandal of the cross, Of a story that says life comes from death, that winning comes from losing? And the author said this, maybe first what we have to acknowledge is that at times it's easier for us to cling to the so-called logic of empire and even injustice that logic of survival of the fittest, that logic that says you get what you work for, or they just didn't try hard enough, or they got what was coming to them, that logic that sets up this easy picture of wealth and success, too easy for us to let all of that, as we see how it manifests itself in the world, too easy for all that to make us doubt the alternative Sources of power that come from justice and love, sacrifice. From compassion and mercy that we find in Scripture and in Jesus' teachings. That maybe the disciples, they struggle with the resurrection of Jesus because while in their joy to see Jesus standing right in front of them, They struggle to believe that the way of Jesus, the way of the last shall be first, the way of love your enemies, the way of seeking the least, the last, and the lost, the way that leads to the cross, that this could actually be the way. While in their joy... were disbelieving and still wondering i have a clergy friend who shared this past week um, that they were struggling struggling after this past year struggling with thinking through all the moving pieces of regathering they said you know I think I'd be spiritual but not religious if I knew a way to be spiritual without being religious. Which is making things really hard, they said, in their current crisis of faith over the death of their dear friend's second adult child. They ended this by saying, So I'm listing all the things I do believe in. Love, kindness, beauty memories grace in the resurrection accounts we find disciples who are struggling to believe and in the account in luke well jesus just appears kind of all cool and calm and collected he does seem to read the room though and sees that maybe he just can't pick up where he left off maybe some are struggling so he recenters himself in the story of God's presence with God's people. He says, "Everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the psalms must be fulfilled." And he opens their minds to understand the scripture. He reminds them of the story Then he calls this fellowship of disciples into community to bear witness to his presence, instructs them to revive those precious teachings of righteousness, compassion, and care for the vulnerable that are recorded in the Hebrew Scriptures. And then he commissions them to go and spread the message far and wide. Thinking of my friend's words, so I'm I'm listing all the things I do believe in, thinking of all the moving pieces of church all over the world regathering, thinking of all of those things that found their way into the news again this week, flags again flying half-mast, thinking of all of our faith story And then just thinking of all the stuff we each carry in here with us each time we join together, I wanted to share a song um, that I found relevant to this. I'm not sharing it, but Molly and Turner will. Um, But it's J.J. Heller's song, I Believe. And to me, it speaks beautifully to that line, while in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. It begins with there are so many things about you i don't understand i believe i'll talk about the things you have done brokenness made beautiful the wars that you have won the storms calmed in me i believe as we continue to joyously walk through the great 50 days of the easter season Our story, our song, is one of resurrected life, of brokenness and hate and violence made beautiful, of hope and joy found at the very place of hopelessness and despair. We opened worship with an ancient song of faith of the Hebrew people, naming a God who was present to and for and with God's people a God who aids us in moving from anxiety and pain toward restoration and peace. And in Luke, we move into God's salvation story through the, through the resurrection, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Through these songs and stories of Scripture, we find a God who works within the world in the way that it is to make it what it can be. This is our story. This is our song. Let us pray. Almighty God, your power makes the lame walk and the dead rise to new life. We give you thanks for the love poured into our world through Christ Jesus who opened our minds to understand what you have made, whose appearance among his followers brings peace, and who creates faith through touch and taste. Show us, Jesus, even now, through the mystery of your threefold presence, one God, abiding now and forever. Amen.
4: there are so many things about you i don't understand but i
5: believe
4: i keep moving forward when i am holding your hand True. about the things that you have done, I believe. Brokenness made beautiful the wars that you have won, and the storms you calmed in me. The truest things I know Are those I cannot see From my birth to my dying Rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by His nail-pierced
5: hands.
4: I'd rather have Jesus than anything but true things I know are those I cannot see. From my birth to my dying day,
3: Thank you, Molly and Turner, very much. As we respond to God's word, to God's love, and the love for each other, we let us remember the many that have been in our prayers and those that are on the back of your bulletin and on your prayer lists, but especially pray for Melody Musgrove and the Musgrove family as she begins her treatments in Minnesota. They're gonna be there a good while, so keep them in your prayers. Pray for Ann Weissenborn and her continuing recovery and treatments ahead. Pray for our graduates. Pray for our workplaces, our neighbors, teachers, and children. Pray for your church. Pray for each other and pray for yourself. There will be a moment during the prayer of silence where you can offer prayer concerns that you have. You can offer those out loud. But let us go to God in prayer. Holy God, we thank you for this day, this day when we return to this house of worship together, giving you thanks for your gifts to us, for daily food, for health, for each breath we take, for freedom to choose, and for the gifts of your word, your power, and your love. May we be a people who are unafraid to live as fully and as richly as you want us to live, a people unafraid to love as fully and as richly as you want us to love. Almighty and wondrous God, your love is rich and pure, measureless and strong, and it shall forevermore endure in our hearts and lives. We praise you for getting us through the challenges of this week and this past year. And we praise you for strengthening us for what lies ahead. We come from many places, O God, united as one in your spirit, surrounded by your love and your grace. May we take this amazing and unending love into the world as disciples of Jesus Christ. We offer our thanks for the beauty of this day and all that we have to celebrate We thank you for our church family gathered with us this day and for the strength of our church that reaches to all. Slow us down to listen. Slow us down so that we can hear where you would have us go and what you would have us do. Slow us down so that we can act accordingly to what we believe. Be close to us all, O God. May we feel the warmth, comfort, and love of your presence in our times of need. Hear our prayers, those heart deep and those beyond words. Hear our yearnings and our worries. Listen, O God, as we share prayers in our hearts that we now name out loud. Open our hearts and minds to others to see the needs around us and reach out with the patient love of Christ and to be true disciples. As we glorify your name each day, touch our hearts to do your will. As we pray with confidence together the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing hymn is Blessed Assurance. Let us stand and sing together and remember John Wesley says sing lustily and with great courage, so please do so.
0: Give thanks to be able to see all of your faces and worship this day. And I thank all of those who are joining us online for worship as well. Um, I'll tell you what someone said at the first service. So when they walked out, it was Joe Williams, you can pick on him. He said, so you know that was really two sermons. But I did say I tried to make them both short. So you can see why I didn't want to start with that. I didn't want you to think you were sitting through two sermons today. But hopefully it all, it all worked out in the end. I do want to remind you um, that we still can't safely past the offering plate but there is a basket um, so on your way in and out each week and um, we do ask that if this space has meaning for you if this family of faith has meaning for you that you continue to give of your tithes and offerings so that we can continue to share the story and song that is our faith so now receive this benediction let us go forth as resurrection people sharing the story Of a god who is faithful a god who is present to and for and with god's people a god who gives life and hope in the most desperate places let us go forth to love and serve our lord amen thank you for joining us for worship if you're looking for a safe place to explore faith or if you'd just like to learn more about this community of faith we'd love to hear from you Please reach out to any member of our staff with prayer requests, needs, or questions, or just to find out how to join our church family. Now, may the love of God surround you. May the love of God uplift you. May the love of God stand with you through the challenges ahead. May the love of God convince you in every situation.